the Spurs made yet another trade. And how did Malachi look out in the Summer League? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia. Spurs right over Kansas City, San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a good start to their work week. We'll get you through this Tuesday right here on Locked On Spurs. As always, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Find on YouTube. Uh, pick a platform. We are there every single day for you. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be looking at the recent small trade the Spurs made with the Suns, uh, bringing in Cameron Payne. Uh, what are our thoughts about that? Does Payne stick on the roster for the entire 82? And so much more. And then we'll check out how Malachi Branham did on the summer league. I'm suspecting a lot of Spurs fans like what he looked like on the court uh, out in Las Vegas. But uh, yeah, you, you know, speed of that trade, you know, that's just another reminder that although the maybe the light at the end of the tunnel is closer, but this team is still not out of the rebuild phase. I said it before Locked On Spurs, I'll say it again. This franchise is still working its magic trying to get back to the top of the mountain and although the word rebuild is not in capital letters bold type underlined and highlighted uh, perhaps it's just smaller case and underlined uh, but that's good because that just tells you I should let you know that hey you know perhaps you should temper expectations going into the next season now look expectations are high you get win by Yama and all things are good, right? Well, you know, you got to remember, too, he's 19 years old, and he's going to have his adjustments as well, and he's going to have a big target on his back. We'll see how he gets going, but eventually he will reach to that moment where he's just close to, you know, being that franchise player that all Spurs fans are looking forward to. But you also got to remember that this roster is still not complete yet. I mean, look at the Spurs made another trade recently. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. That just should tell you that this Spurs team is still tinkering with the roster and perhaps uh, will continue to tinker with the roster as the season progresses and the offseason progresses. And let's not forget some of those uh, trades they've been making, what's been added in that? Draft capital. They're still collecting draft picks. So you know, they're not out of the woods yet. But they're getting close, and the future is definitely bright. You know, Wemby, we don't need to go much further into that. But look at, uh, you know, Sohan, you know, opting to sit out uh, playing with Team uh, Poland uh, this offseason uh, with the uh, Eurobasket game, the FIBA tournament. You have a bright uh, season ahead for guys like Devin Vassell. Hopefully he stays injury-free. But there's still a work in progress. This is, We're still not out of the woods yet. and. But the good news is, is that this uh, current regime at the GM brand, right, seems to be, as of recently, seems to be making the right moves. Flipping DeJounte Murray uh, for those picks from Atlanta, trading away Derek White, uh, you know, bringing in the Cameron Payne if he does stick around uh, for the full season. Uh, now they have another guard on the roster. See, there's some, they're doing things to keep it going, and although – a lot of Spurs fans would like to see this team swing at the fences right now and don't waste Wimby's uh, rookie season and shoot for the fences. Uh, look, uh, there's no need to waste your breath or energy. The whole team pretty much said they're not going to do that. So why even go down that road? So all you can do is just anticipate uh, a rebuilding light uh, season 
And part of that is making deals. That's what we're talking about today is the recent deal between the Spurs and the Suns. Cameron Pay in San Antonio. What does he bring to this roster? And what is the grade? What are we giving the grade for the Spurs in this deal? And quickly, we'll be talking about Malachi shortly. But to do that and more, I'm going to go to bring in our guest. He is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Let's go and bring him on right now. There he is. It's going on. Nice hat, by the way. I Thank see you. that. Thank you. Thank you. Matches the uh, the Spurs uh, jerseys they had a few uh, a couple seasons ago. The white, yeah. the creamsicle, like the yeah. What did what'd you get that hat? So uh, that was during the time when the Spurs were passing out those boxes. Uh, oh, they were, right. and yes. I was lucky enough to get one of the boxes. That. Yeah. So this hat was in there, and I wear it every now and then. I like it. It's not bad. Well, it's cool. Well, he is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at Sweep the League. He'll talk to you about his show later on on this episode of Locked On Spurs. So, Rudy, let's dive into it. The Spurs announced uh, officially that they had made a deal with the Phoenix Suns. I'll go ahead and read the release. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Spurs have uh, acquired guard Cameron Payne, a 2005, uh, I'm sorry, 2025 draft pick. And cash considerations are getting rich, getting richer <laughs> from the Suns in exchange for a protected second round pick in 2024. Um, if if campaign stays on the roster, Rudy, the Spurs now have a viable perhaps starter or backup to Trey Jones. But I would default to say a backup to Trey Jones. What are your thoughts on campaign coming to San Antonio? So campaign's actually coming off of a 50 point game in the summer uh, programs that he does. Huh. He plays summer basketball. So it shows basically what you do, uh, what you do in the summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting up 50 yeah. burgers every single night on the court, but <laughs> you know, with campaign, you get the, uh, you get the veteran leadership at point guard, something that the Spurs right. desperately, desperately need. We're seeing how Blake Wesley is in the summer and it's, mm-hmm. he's going to have a lot more to improve on. Trey Jones is really that one guy who you can depend on, whether he's a starter or not. Campaign's a really big difference maker. Uh, if you're yeah. thinking about whether he's going to stay or not, I really feel like he may not stay. I think he's going to be yeah. a part of a uh, another piece, probably another trade later on. Right, may not be in the offseason. It's probably going to be at the trade deadline. He's going to be one of those guys that a lot of teams look at. But for the meantime, yeah. veteran leadership at the point guard position did wonders with Phoenix, as everybody could tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some nice deep playoff runs there, and he was able to fill in when Chris Paul was injured. You saw uh, plays really pretty good defense. You know, just mm-hmm. just a good player, but. What the Spurs are doing this offseason with Cameron Payne, uh, Seti Osman, and them, they're adding these veteran guys who in the past Spurs title teams have been very important right. to the roster. So uh, really good moves by the Spurs right now. But if campaign stays, it's a tremendous, tremendous uh, roster move. Right. Yeah. Uh, look at some of the numbers real fast. Uh, he's averaging 10.3 points per game, 2.2 rebounds, 4.5 assists, and uh, 20 minutes per game for his career. Um, he holds averages. Uh, I'm sorry, that was last season with the Suns. Mm-hmm. But the averages, I like this 36% shooting from the three point range, still not great, but a lot better what the Spurs currently have, mm-hmm. considering perimeter shooting sometimes is lacking. At least we saw that last year. He's, you know, also like the fact too that that veteran presence he brings, but I don't, I don't see him if he's still on the roster by regular season. Uh, I don't see him bumping off Trey Jones yet. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No, as far as I, the starting starting position, though, is what I mean. Yeah, starting wise, I I really think Trey goes into the season as a starter. Um, if you mm-hmm. get tremendous play by Cameron Payne, I mean, you're almost a fool for not moving Trey to the right. um, maybe the sixth man, probably coming off the bench. But 
I, I think Trey Stars is a starter. I mean, he did a great job last year. You and I talked a lot last season. He was the most consistent spur. You know, he was healthy, you know, for the season. He put up mm-hmm. consistent numbers. There was a very few games where you didn't see uh, right. him put it, him really stuffing the stat sheet. So I think he maintains the uh, starting position. And he's actually a pass-first type point guard. He can play mm-hmm. defense as well. That's something the Spurs want to get the ball to Devin, to get the ball to Victor, just kind of spread the yeah. ball around, stuff like that. Something they haven't had since actually probably since maybe Avery Johnson, dare I say. Right, yeah. Yeah, 6'1", 180 is what they list him as. So not a big, hulking kind of big guard right mm-hmm. now, but nevertheless, you know, a proven a veteran. You know, you mentioned it, you know, play behind uh, you know, Chris Paul out in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not not a bad uh, veteran acquisition. Uh, 28 years old, so he's not, mm-hmm. you know, terribly old. Well, old for NBA standards. He's still a kid. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I like this. I like this. You know, you look at um, – one of the needs that the Spurs had in the offseason is depth at point guard mm-hmm. and Payne fills that role. You know, you look at Payne though, it, it I would love for him to stick on the roster, but as you mentioned, perhaps it may, he may not because I think the roster is overcrowded right now, isn't it, uh, Rudy? Yeah, you've got guys like Dominic Barlow who probably deserves yeah. a roster spot, but I think with mm-hmm. Cameron Payne coming in, you're at 18 already, so you're going to have to get rid of mm-hmm. some people. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to make some moves. I'm, I'm thinking you're probably going to see lower end guys get bumped and probably, uh, uh, probably, you know, maybe sit down to the G league or possibly just cut overall. Mm -hmm. But, uh, with Cameron Payne, he's so viable to this team because he can either stick with the roster and make a difference with the young guys or come trade deadline time. He's going to be wanted. He's one of those guys that a team's going to need heading into the playoffs uh, they're going to need heading into those championship runs where they're going to need that backup point guard. So you're going to probably get, you know, not a fool's gold or a king's gold ransom or whatever for mm-hmm. him, but you're going to get some pretty good maybe draft picks for him just because of, you know, the way he is as a veteran and the way he plays. So um, right. I would say he sticks on the roster for a little bit, um, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's here past trade deadline unless he's really just balling out. Yeah. Again. Yeah, unless he just uh, so totally shines. He is Rudy Compass of Sweep the League. When we get back, we're going to put a grade on this deal the Spurs made and then get into Malachi Branham. How did he look like out in the Summer League? Hey, I want to talk to you about prize picks. So how does it work? Well, it's very simple. You pick two to six players. If they're going to score more or less than their prize pick projection, you're going up to 25 times your money on any entry. Look, you don't have to worry about playing against somebody is basically you versus the projections available. Very easy to use. They offer projection on any sport you can think of. MLB, NBA, disc golf, uh, Euro sports, MMA. I mean, the list goes on. NASCAR, tennis, pick a sport, esports. They'll have you covered over at Price Picks. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Super easy to use. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Here's what I need you to do. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com right now to sign up for daily fantasy sports. First time users get themselves a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. But if you deposit $100, Price Picks gives you $100. You deposit $50, Price Picks gives you $50. Simple as that. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And we're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Grudy Campos of Sweep the League. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Tomorrow's show, 
more Spurs talk, more Wimby probably. Hopefully have some more fun. I don't know if you caught that, Rudy, uh, the last episode we did uh, yesterday. We had a um, trading card basketball box breaking, and our mm-hmm. guest, a father and son duo, hit it. They got themselves the Wimbayama card, the one from the Chrome U box set mm-hmm. series. Yeah. One that's really hard to find. They yeah. nailed it. Nailed it. There was a bunch yeah. of boxes at Target one time when I went, and I just never picked them and up. You didn't pick up any? I got out of the car. Come card. on. That's not like you. That is, <laughs> oh, you're done? I thought you were still in it. Uh, I'm. I'm really just in it for collection, like personal collections. Like okay. I, I got a good example. Yeah. You probably can see it. I've got like Tommy Novus, former San Antonio football player. Oh, nice. uh, yeah. I collect all of his stuff. There's certain players that I do now. I don't really do it for the making of money or anything. Right. Well, uh, I think one auction had that card uh, sell for eight thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars, but on average, they they, they hit a, like a five four hundred five hundred dollar card. Yeah. So. If you want to see it and the reaction that we caught live, <laughs> just check out last uh, yesterday's Locked On Spurs. What well, we're talking about the Spurs deal with the Phoenix Suns to get themselves campaign. Now, you know, before I put a grade on there, uh, the Spurs uh, did and I get cash consideration. So the rich get richer and those Spurs have mm-hmm. a lot of money and a 2025 second round pick. Why does that tell me that that was probably the big net? of this deal was more draft capital, Rudy. They added more draft capital. They are just, they are just accumulating picks, aren't they? Oh yeah. And you know, 2025 is a really big year because if the new CBA comes out by the NBA and they allow 18 year olds, which are right after high school to come into the league, Mm -hmm. that 2025 class, you're probably going to see a lot of guys from high school jump straight to the league. You're probably going to see two, probably two out of the first four picks are going to be high schoolers. Uh, wow. easily with a boozer and also with a, a, a Cooper flag as well. Mm-hmm. So though 2025 is huge. So that was the big thing coming out of that trade was, you know, more mm-hmm. draft picks. And what yeah. I loved about it was the fact that you only gave up a second round draft pick for, and yeah. you got a whole lot back. And like I said, if Cameron Payne doesn't work out, you're going to get more for him. So yeah, that 2025 draft pick was huge, but the cash consideration, um, you you know about cash from what I've heard, Jeff. I've seen Twitter. Oh, here we go. So here we go. you know, you know, you, we... I think you threw in the cash part for Phoenix. Oh, World. I threw in the <laughs> cash, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, you know, but I, you you know, Rudy, you you remember? Well, we're old enough to remember uh, one of the previous Spurs GMs. He had a nickname. His name was Trader Bob. Yeah. Uh, Bob, Bob Bass. Bass. Bob Bass. I mean, during that era of Bob Bass, this guy made there was not a trade that he did not decline or make. You know, you know, that's what it feels like now. Brian Wright is just making deals almost like on the daily now, the monthly, some yeah. some sort of small move here, small move there. And uh, this was actually a small move, but a big move, even if campaign doesn't stick around the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh getting getting that uh pick, you know, another asset they can flip. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's not getting highlighted enough. And sure, look, uh, Payne is a good, good guard, good quality backup guard. You know, reliable. He's there. You mm-hmm. know, but the Spurs are still playing that long game. They're still playing the long game by acquiring draft assets. I just hope this is turned into a Danny Ainge thing. Remember back in Boston, how he would never make a move despite sitting on oh, a yeah. mountain of picks. Yeah, that's you know. But so far, he Brian Wright is not being a Danny Ainge. So hopefully, that'll continue. So a uh, couple things before we talk, talk about Malachi. Uh, one, I think you already answered this. Do you foresee Payne finishing out 82 games in San Antonio? 
Uh, according to my crystal ball that I'm working on right now, <laughs> I'd say yeah. no. I don't think he finishes the yeah. season with San Antonio. I, like I said, I think he's going to be really highly wanted yeah. come the deadline. So I think we might see him, yeah. which is not a bad thing at all. Not a bad thing. By right. Way. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't foresee him finishing out the uh, season. I would love for him to, but I don't, I don't, I don't see it. They're already starting. They made another move to start, you know, making space mm-hmm. on the roster. Uh, Lamar Stevens and the Spurs announced that they have waived him, and there's just a, a logjam right now. Uh, there's there's a campaign. There's Devonte Graham. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Barlow. You know, something's got to give. So there'll be more announcements of which players were waived soon because they got to cut that roster down. So I'm gonna give this a solid. Solid A. Mm-hmm. A and A trade. What about you? You know, I, I'm taking off the Spurs homework app. I'm always tough on the Spurs, as you know, and as that fans out there of Locked On Spurs, mm-hmm. I'm really tough, but I'm actually giving them an A plus on this. This was a perfect grade. Um, they didn't need the curve points for anything on this test. They aced it. Yeah. The reason why is because it was a second round pick only to mm-hmm. get a second round to get paint and to get cash consideration. Yep. No brainer. A plus move, whether it's a they keep him or not, it's still a plus and a win-win for the Spurs. Absolutely, absolutely. And, yeah, good move, Brian Wright and the Spurs. Hey, when we get back, we're going to discuss Malachi Branham. How did he look like uh, out in the summer league? Pluses, pros, cons? We're going to get into all that right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. But before we do that, I want to talk to you about Mudslinger's drive through Coffee. Mudslinger's drive through Coffee is the official and they're very proud to be the official proud local sponsor of locked on spurs located in the stone oak area out in san antonio they got delicious pick-me-up drinks they got any drink for the busy person that needs to get something to get going whether that be the red bull lightning infused series add the strawberry i'm telling you everybody add the strawberry Mm -hmm. and uh, just your basic coffee your lattes uh, cold brews. I mean, they got it all over at Muslinger's Drive Through Coffee. And if you're new to coffee, don't worry about it. They got you covered. They have the signature Muslinger, which is a delicious combination of espresso. Uh, I think it's like um, steamed milk and dark chocolate and caramel. It's really, really good. It will get you going and dive it into all that uh, goodness they got out there. But if you need your heart pumping like I always do, well, guess what? They got the the alien. Yeah, that should give it away already. That's a named in honor of Victor Wimbanyama. I don't know if Rudy can handle this. Rudy, it's it's basically a full can of Red Bull plus kiwi and green apple. No way I'm Rudy already, Campos can handle that. I'm already hyped. No I'm already running around laps after. Well, you've been you've been out to Muslingers, haven't you? I, I do go to Muslingers a lot. I'm I'm kind of using my Jeff Garcia uh, basically disguise so nobody recognizes me like I'm really popular <laughs> or not. But I do go to Muslingers a lot. I get the basic. I get the standard coffee. I'm just a coffee guy yeah. overall. My wife gets all the different drinks. But you tried the OG OJ, right? Yes, Have you I tried did. That one yet? I did. My wife got that. it, and I did. Um, it, it, it's heaven in a cup, honestly. You know, it just yeah, brings it me is. back to the days of Ingram Park Mall. So I'm glad they actually did oh, that. Yeah. For those who don't know what the OGOJ is, it's uh, basically back in the 70s and 80s at the old school malls in San Antonio. This place called Orange Julius. Mm-hmm. And it was like an orange cream flavor. Well, they're no longer in San Antonio. But that vibe is back mm-hmm. at Muslingers. They have uh, the drink itself. They recreated it, and it's called the OGOJ. I named it, everybody. <laughs> Located at 2404 Thousand Oaks Drive between 281 and 1604. Open every day from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. 
find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at MudslingerSTX. Life is too short for bland coffee. All right, let's continue our chat right here on Lockdown Spurs with Rudy Campos of Sweet the League. Now we're going to get into how Malachi Branham played out in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, he's one of the guys that I have penciled as I expect good things from him next season. Um, and at least in a small sample size out of the summer league, I like the direction he's going. Now, before we get into the number numbers, let me get your reaction first, and then we'll get it, and then I'll get into the numbers uh, after you. But what did you see out of him playing in the summer league? What I saw was a big step forward because way back when he was drafted on draft night, mm-hmm. I was dumbfounded to know that the Spurs were able to get him so late in the first round. You're talking about Malachi Brown mm-hmm. out of Ohio State University. Should have been a lottery pick. Should have been a lot oh, yeah. to be a lottery pick for the Spurs to get him so late in that first round was a true miracle but you know what i saw from him in the summer was exactly what i saw from him at the end of last season you know he was mm-hmm. still a rotational guy who was getting some really good minutes as a rookie came into the summer league he really only had one bad game which he got crucified by spurs fans and people for i have no idea why yeah but in two games yeah. that he did have really good you know game uh, numbers in he's just showing you what the type of player that he's going to be for the San Antonio Spurs. He's going to be the six man. I called it. He's going to be the six man. He's going to be the first guy coming off the bench. He's an instant scorer. He can shoot the ball. He can handle the ball. He can play a little bit of point guard. He's everything you want in a player coming off the bench. If for whatever reason they decide to move on from a guy like Keldon or they get a, Mm -hmm. you know, a really big, you know, chest full of gold for Devin or something. He's a guy that can definitely step into the starting five because he did do that last year as well. He had a couple of games where he started. So Malachi Mm -hmm. Branham just improved. He just, he showed, you know, the reason why he should have been a lottery pick. Absolutely. And what stood out for me, we're looking at some of the numbers now is three point shooting. That was kind of one of the knocks. That was kind of one of the knocks mm-hmm. on him last season. Well, pretty, pretty much all the team. But again, small sample size. I get it three games out in the summer league, but he attempted about seven threes per game. He made about three. That was good for 47% shooting. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand small sample size, but that's some of the foundation that he can work with heading into the regular season. He averaged about uh, what, like 17 points per game. No, not 30 points per game as Rudy thought before he hit the court. He <laughs> oh, literally, Rudy My... literally told me, he was like, did he average 30 points a game? I, <laughs> I had to double check too. <laughs> that was funny because it said 30 and I thought, wait a minute. I know he had a bad game. I know he had a 30 burger out there. But did he have like 50 that last game to get, no. get equal it out? No, no, he, he averaged 30 <laughs> minutes per game yeah, was 30 and minutes. pumped in 17.3 points per game. Um, uh, I don't know about this. If I had to put a knock on something that I would like to see get better, I would like to see him get to the free throw line more. Mm-hmm. I think he's not utilizing his ability to get into the lane, perhaps draw contact, get those fouls. He attempted 3.3 free throw attempts out of the, in the summer league. Now I get it. Summer league. I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he only made about 1.3 of those three. So yeah. Still, you know, a little shaky there. That was good for 40% from the free throw line. That definitely has to improve. But I understand it was just summer league. Rudy, your thoughts? Yeah, free throws have to improve for uh, Malachi, definitely. Getting to the basket. You know, what, what I see a lot of Malachi is on the offensive end, probably a little bit like Danny Green. You know, maybe a Jaron Jackson, kind of that spot-up shooter. Uh, he can't shoot the three ball, which Victor is going to actually make him a lot better. You know, we need to surround mm-hmm. Victor Wimbayama with shooters. Malachi is a definite example of why you need him on the team. Can't shoot the rock 47% in a small sample for summer league, like you mentioned. But 
getting to the basket, you know, he's got to get out yeah. of that, you know, non-attack mode. He can't attack the basket. We saw him attack the basket yeah. a lot of times at the end of last year. So yeah. getting to the rim is what he definitely does do. But I see him more in that Danny right. Green, Jaron Jackson type of role for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Hell, he can be as aggressive as maybe, remember, we had Derek Anderson. Great shooter, and he could also get to the rim. I'd love to see that kind of play out of him. Uh, I remember that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if we compare last year's his rookie season, he only got to the free throw line one time. 1.1 mm -hmm. free throw attempts in 66 games he played in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. That's not good. Now, okay, sure, there was a small spike in the summer league, uh, but I still need to see that. Th that's the one area that I really like to see him just get more aggressive, get mm -hmm. like draw the contact, you know, get into guys' uh, you know, space, get them try to get them hack, hack to hack your arms as you're going up for the shot. Uh, so you know, a slight improvement, but again, just summer league play you look at what he did last year as mentioned 66 games played uh he shot 30 percent in his rookie season from the free throw line i'm sorry from the three-point line so obviously a mm -hmm. good improvement a good foundation to take with him into next season uh the spurs shut him down pretty early uh did you agree or disagree with that move 100 agree i love summer league ball because you get to see all these guys play the young guys get some minutes but when you're a rotational player like Malachi is, you need to shut him down pretty quick. You don't want to risk mm -hmm. him getting injured. A lot of these guys that play in summer league ball, they're fighting for a roster spot. They're fighting for an NBA spot. Some are even fighting for international you know, spots because they can get picked up by an international mm -hmm. team. Oh yeah. So they're going to be hitting the floor. They're going to be rebounding. They're going to be throwing elbows, everything like that. Shut him down. That was the best move by the San Antonio Spurs. No reason to get an injury for Malachi Brown. I, I, I think he could be a very <laughs> important key uh, or a piece in the Spurs system next season. You know, he's, what is he listed at? Um, he's a big guard, isn't he? You know, 6'5", 180. That's what they list him at. Yeah, so, you know, he's tall. You know, we he's still young. Uh, what is he, like, about 20? They still, a bunch of kids are still on there. 20 years 20 old years still. Old. Can't uh, even drink. You know, there's still room for improvement. <laughs> Can't even drink yet. You know, okay. he's still room for improvement. But he still had a very respectable rookie season, 10.2 mm -hmm. points per game last season, 2.7 rebounds, 1.9 assists. Free throws are just a concern, uh, you know, I, not in the sense that he can't make them, but that I like to see his attempts go up more. Mm -hmm. And, of course, obviously connect on him in the three-point shot. Do you suspect that he's going to be one of the guys to watch next year as this rebuild continues? Yes, yes, because like I said, I'm already pegging him to be the sixth man for this team. I expect him to come in, and I, okay. I get it. You have what Julian uh, Champagne was there. He's having a great summer league as yeah. well. You've got a lot of guys that can be that sixth man. You know, Devontae Graham. You got a bunch mm -hmm. of other guys too. But I really think Malachi is going to come in uh, into training camp, and he's going to really make it hard for Pop not to make him the sixth man. I expect a lot from him next year. We've already seen him improve at the end of last season, his rookie year. We saw him improve in yeah. the summer league. I think that improvement is going to continue and you're going to see his minutes kind of creep up a little bit more on the rotation. Yeah. Mal Malachi definitely for me, is kind of a dark horse player to watch next season. Mm -hmm. You also look at what he did out in Vegas. Again, he only played three games and again, the Spurs did shut him down. So these numbers, you know, sample size is not really a lot to carry, but it's something we can use uh, this off season, uh, you know, rebounding's uh, three three point three point oh per game in the summer league and assist two point seven. Uh, you know, we'll get steady numbers. That's what I expect him to be next season. Just a good, steady, reliable player. The Spurs can plug in 
Is he going to have his moments where he's not going to have a good game? Yes. All, all the Spurs. Guess what? All the Spurs are going to have a game like that. That's going to happen. <laughs> but if he could just become just consistent, take advantage of the playing time, take advantage of the, the confidence the team is probably going to give him mm-hmm. and his increased role, I think that's going to help. But it's funny you mentioned the six-man thing because I think that's something that Spurs fans, we're going to get into probably in the next episode of Locked on Spurs, is who will be that six-man? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of candidates because this is a interesting roster now that Wimby's here. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that shakes up. But I definitely agree that I think he could be one of the better six-mans of this uh, squad next season. Okay, what do you grade him for uh, his summer league play? Summer league play, I, I give him – actually, I give him a solid B+. Plus. And the biggest thing was his shooting was improved from three point range. He mm-hmm. he was able to score. He got to the rim still, but you're right. The free throw percentage was there. Also his defense. I, I wanted to see him improve his defense a little bit more. That yeah. as a young player, that's something that's gonna take some time. He's not a shutdown defender by all means, but mm-hmm. in order to get on the court and stay on the court with Pop, you gotta be able to defend the ball. He can defend, but I still want to see yeah. him take that next jump up on the defensive side. So yeah. Summer League B plus. I mean, it would be an A, but I'm gonna be a little harsher like I always am and give it with a B plus. No, I'm with you. I give it a B plus too. I, I agree that we didn't get into his defensive uh, end, but you're right, and we, we should note that that there is still a room for improvement there. Mm-hmm. He he's he's trying, you know, you know, there's an effort, but uh, just to hone in on that. I think obviously playing with Wimby on the defensive end will help because a lot of players oh, yeah. attempting to try to drive in will probably hesitate. Uh, so that's leaving guys like Malachi on the perimeter uh, to hopefully help Wimby in that defensive end. I think it'll help. Defense is contagious, and this team on paper seems to be one. Uh, seems to be, in my prediction, probably going to be one of the better defensive teams. Just Wimby alone mm. boosts that up. Oh yeah. So um, I think that'll help. But yeah, I, it's just. He needs to, in my opinion, he needs to get more aggressive going to the, to the free throw line, getting those calls to get to the free throw line, and just overall defense needs to improve. But all, all in all, you know, a B plus out in Las Vegas. Uh, Rudy, we're going to let you go because I know you have to go because you have a show <laughs> coming up. Yeah. So we don't want to keep you on too long. Tell us about Sweep the League. What can we expect? So we are releasing episodes every single week uh, to wherever podcasts are available, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you find a podcast, you can uh, hit up Sweet Delay. We'll be launching our YouTube. We actually have a YouTube channel, but we're going to be launching it here pretty soon, kind of revamping it so you can catch us on there. Uh, also, we're going to be going live a few times as well. So just a lot of stuff going on. Football season's coming up. Uh, basketball season's coming up. So we're going to be ramping up all of our coverage and stuff like that. And uh, last but not least, you know, Congrats, Jeff, because uh, like I said, I didn't know you were a billionaire. So I'm not. Uh, I don't know. Where, you know, I, you remember Seinfeld? When Seinfeld go like, <laughs> oh, Newman. They're like, guys, they're probably going Jimenez like that. Like, yeah. I am not that. I am not that. Jimenez just caught me <laughs> treating myself to something, and then it turned in, spiraled out of control. Oh, uh, see, I know. That. I know, yeah, I know the truth. I know the truth. I like giving you our time. I'm telling you the truth right now. That's they're all lies. No, no, I know, I know, I know for a fact it is. But the thing that I see it was more of a. I'm off Twitter for like 24 hours, and I get back on there, and I'm seeing, (laughs) you know, Jeff has more money than the Powerball, and this and that, and I'm just like, wow, where did what did happen with Jeff here? Did he get a raise to know about? No, 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 no. They're lies, everybody. They're lies. Don't believe you, man. All right. Make sure to follow Rudy on Twitter at Sweep the League. And thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. You guys are the everydayers. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, the Ken's 5 Plus app. 
uh, so many other platforms. I uh, Spotify, iHeart, you know, pick a platform. Locked On Spurs is there, and be sure to follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Zone. Again, more Wemby talk, more Spurs talk on the next episode of Locked On Spurs. But for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're gonna put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.